Welcome everyone to our podcast, Everything You've Been Told, which is about topics that are uh, rampant in society currently. And we talk about things that you've been told about it and things that you might have not been told about it. And we do it in a theoretical perspective and we get some examples as well to support our theory. Uh, But we also add our, our little tidbits here and there. I'm your host, Myra. And I'm your host, Gabby. And we're both uh, communication students studying currently, struggling currently. <laughs> uh, and today we wanted to talk about um, the topic of hauntology, mainly through the question of, are we progressing as a society or are we just repeating the same thing again and again? Yes, and what actually brought us to this topic is that if we just like walk around or like go to Spotify or something, what is trending is everything from 80s and 90s. If we look at music and fashion and also technology, cars and so on. Mm-hmm. Um, the only like trending things are um, something vintage and their prices even like go up all the time because they're vintage, because they're authentic, retro. And that's what's cool today. And We just wanted to look at this problem that we're actually not really progressing. We're just going back and adding just some twists and some neo stuff, some post everything stuff Mm -hmm. um, without really inventing anything new. Mm -hmm. And I think a main example of this is like the nostalgia pendulum. Uh, which is basically the this phenomenon that kind of touches on how we're obsessed with media that's like 30 years prior. So for Stranger Things, for example, which was released a few years ago, it was the 80s because that was 30 years prior. And the whole idea is based on the fact, or not the fact, but the theory that uh, the children uh, who consumed that media like 30 years ago are now the consumers and have buying power and therefore they want to see the things that you know they grew up on but the idea is people are now nostalgic over things that they weren't even there to see and everything is just like parts of and just restructurations of past media and yeah we just repeat the same cycles of trends and looking back to the past and also um with especially the gen z and uh, (laughs) us children and like teenagers and everything um they all repeat this uh, really cliche saying that i was born in the wrong generation oh my god and they really (laughs) obsess with the hippie era and with everything retro and that they're not even focusing on what's new now but they're focusing on their parents childhoods and stuff like that what they were wearing what they were doing and this is what they're obsessed about right now and even if we like i don't know go to like uh instagram and explore page or something like that everything that's trending it's retro and fashion from uh really old times Mm. and from their parents childhoods not their childhoods 
Yeah, can we just talk about people saying, like, I was born in the wrong generation? Like, <laughs> honey, I don't think you'd want to be born in the 1960s. Like, come exactly. on. Exactly. <laughs> like, it like, may look yeah. cool, but, you know. <laughs> it's this glamorization of the past that's really just gets on my nerves sometimes because, like, come on, like, mm-hmm. if you're going to represent the 80s, then you've got to represent the racism and sexism also prevalent in the exactly. 80s. But, yes, yeah, so we just wanted to talk about the theoretical kind of idea of hauntology and capitalist realism, specifically the work of Mark Fisher. So the word hauntology actually stems from the work of Jacques Derrida, who is a French philosopher, and he kind of talked about Marxism and how there are kind of specters of Marx uh, currently. So that's actually where the term comes from, the specters of Marx, and that Marxism continues to kind of have specters in the current world and it still has an influence in our current world and it is a mix of haunt and ology obviously sounding like ontology so it's kind of a spin on the word uh, but Mark Fisher specifically uh, linked hauntology to the idea of that we are currently haunted by our past and by our past generations and how we're constantly being haunted by our past basically yes like we're adding just new elements of the ideas Mm -hmm. and everything from the past there's nothing completely new Mm -hmm. and i think we should also um touch upon the topic of capitalism and how it actually rules our lives Mm -hmm. and that um as we were talking we cannot even imagine our lives without capitalism in it yeah that's the concept of capitalist realism which uh mark fisher wrote a really famous book about in 2009 it was this idea that uh, our system makes it impossible to imagine a world without capitalism and therefore this kind of links to the idea of neoliberalism and the commodification of everything so everything we do is kind of related to media because media is commodified as well so in this way it kind of relates to to capitalist realism and we can just talk about the idea that we're almost stuck in this loop and that relates to the idea of capitalist realism and how that's kind of it kind of touches on the fact that we we feel like there is no alternative to our current reality and therefore we just keep revisiting our past realities because we can't imagine a future basically um also like touching upon the topic uh, from capitalism to political systems at around 19th century and 20th century uh, around all of the world wars and stuff like that Um, all of these new political systems emerged and all of these new ideologies and they were so um, innovative and people uh, people were following that and now uh, even though like we're everybody saying oh technology is progressing that is progressing like we're growing as a society we're actually not because all of the new ideas that we take upon right now are like neoliberalism and like neo-marxism and everything like that like there's nothing no new uh, political ideologies there are just recreations of the past ones and this also shows that um we're not just stuck in capitalism and what has been created like a long time ago 
but also we're not really um, creating anything new in the economy system and in the political system, even though we have so much freedom right now and there can be so many great thoughts and yeah, everything, but we're not moving forward with that. Mm -hmm. Again, links to the idea of capitalist realism where we kind of fail to see that, you know, there's an alternative again also links to thatcherism the idea that you know there is no alternative again we're just unable to create new political systems because we cannot imagine a reality without capitalism and that's what mark fisher was kind of saying um and for example if we think about recent trends currently this year y2k is a trend uh referring to uh, the year 2000 where everybody thought the world was gonna end because of a computer bug um but yeah it's now a trendy thing and if you look on the internet and just write y2k fashion it's just it's the thing now and people are dressing in like y2k fashion and now it's like the thing the trend now it's it's what people are obsessed with and they're not only obsessed with fashion they're also obsessed with movies from that time and you can see it in in new media that is being created now it's a pastiche of Y2K and it's a representation of Y2K. And I just think that's very interesting. It's a really interesting topic uh, also because all of these trends are just keep on going back and people are so obsessed, especially with... Uh, we, were, we grew up in the 2000s and mm -hmm. also we have this um, kind of nostalgia when like thinking about how we dressed what music we listen to and stuff like that and what we play at parties right now it's like music from 2000s and what we like to buy uh, like clothes or like accessories or something everything is from 2000s or like late 90s and we're so obsessed with that and uh, things like scrunchies and uh, <laughs> like these like baggy jeans or something like that everything um com like connected to y2k and also like older uh decades we're so obsessed with that and we spend so much money on that because it gives us nostalgia mm -hmm. and it gives us satisfaction because oh this is what i loved as a child and i love it right now because mm -hmm. it's like it's so cool and I think that leads to fashion trends mm -hmm. um, that, as we mentioned before, there is this really big hippie era obsession. And also right now, currently, I don't know why, but <laughs> uh, all of these hairstyles and uh, fashion trends, like also like vests and bandanas and, as I said, uh, baggy jeans those are the things that are really trending right now and if we go to our famous um, fast fashion <laughs> store zara.com our favorite yes <laughs> our favorite we love it we love fast fashion <laughs> <laughs> um, if we just go to their like new releases or like to a random category it's always like so 80s or like 90s and everything and there's no new things mm -hmm. except like this <laughs> one thing that we uh, catched upon um, <laughs> earlier today. It was uh, like an arm, arm, arm warmer, arm warmer sweater, arm warmer sweater. So like kind of slaps though. It's serving. <laughs> yeah, and it like it was made 
like everybody made fun of that on the media because mm-hmm. like Zara wants to be like <laughs> I don't know new or like <laughs> modern and try to do new things because it's what's... the only good thing we'll say about Zara today <laughs> exactly um because they're like with fast fashion especially they just see like what's trendy and this is vintage so they're just like recreating really old uh, clothings and maybe adding some modern spins which are maybe not always successful Mm -hmm. but (laughs) we can see like it hasn't really progressed as much Mm -hmm. um and if you know these videos on YouTube which say like fashion through decades or something like that, it's like 1920s is like one thing. Then like 1930s is like completely another thing. 40s is like completely a different thing. And you can really categorize all of the decades with fashion trends. And now, what can we say about like this decade? What's so, uh, what's standing out like that in fashion? Yeah, and I think it's super interesting how like back in the in the like in the 20th century it's like each decade was different in some way mm-hmm. you know there was some sort of development but ever since like the 2000s like it's kind of been stagnant uh, and again like we said there's almost almost been this like revisiting of of past times and and like we become this like blank canvas where where we just adopt the things that are trendy at the moment and and because we're adopting the things that are trendy at the moment, we, we kind of, that becomes our identity and we cannot create or innovate something new because we're just revisiting the past or, or recontextualizing it. Uh, while in the 20th century, for example, it was like these new things and each decade brought something new, whether that be inventions or fashion or, or new types of music even. Mm-hmm. But like, even like, now I guess we could talk about music as well yeah um, and switching to music for example me also personally I love listening to 70s music mm-hmm. or like um, 80s or 60s music I think it's brilliant mm. because as we can as we've uh, compared for fashion every decade was completely different mm-hmm. and it's also like that with music the music Um, throughout the decades are so different from 60s to 70s to 80s it changed so much also like 90s grunge and stuff like that and Mm -hmm. 2000s pop and like 2000s r&b you know and now 2010 is just pop Mm -hmm. like from 2010 to till now which is like the um 2020 decade i think 21 yeah like this decade um there's nothing not no new um music trends or stuff like that and people try to come up with uh new genres or something or just create like new wave or Mm -hmm. like new like modern psychedelia or stuff like that it's always like modern or like new trend or something Mm -hmm. and this is where we come to hyper pop which should be i think it's supposed to be like a 20 10 um trend like like not trend it's like a music innovation or something like that but it's not like uh it's not significant to say that it represents this decade i think yeah i think i think it is also kind of it sounds like it's a new genre but really it's just (laughs) pop on steroids and i think that's the issue like it's 
<laughs> it's just it's this genre that's hyper pop it's pop but it's hyper pop so yes. it's again it's it's just the same thing but it's it's recontextualized and it's changed so it's not necessarily like it's a completely new genre it it, it like it has elements of like 2010 kesha or like or 2010 black eyed peas or 2010 yeah exactly <laughs> it it just has elements of that music but it is again on steroids <laughs> but it's like i said it's not new and even like now if you look at the charts like a lot of the songs on there are kind of like synth expired expired synth inspired, inspired. <laughs> so i'm yeah. thinking about food <laughs> uh synth inspired like Dua Lipa's entire uh, new album Future just, Nostalgia, future nostalgia. It, it slaps it slaps but it's literally just a love letter to the 80s and the 90s and and for example The Weeknd's new music also sounds like the 80s and 90s Say So by Doja Cat has elements of like synth and 80s and 90s and, and like funk and it's kind of like alright well it's just an increase of that and I think it's also a problem in the music industry where they also are kind of realizing that they don't have any yeah. anything new to offer to the world except a rehash and revisiting of like the same things. Yeah, it feels like they're starting to lack ideas or mm. something. That's why like um as we talked about the topic with like nostalgia pendulum mm. that every time we go back um like 30 years. So what was trendy in like 2010 um it was like maybe music from the 90s you mm. know with like the grunge emo era mm. everybody listening to nirvana or mm. stuff like that going to the 90s or something um now we're going back to like probably 80s because um as you mentioned mm. pop is like has so many 80s elements like the the whole um structure and also the synth mm -hmm. and everything it's just like trends uh from other decades and nothing really new and people just like the music industry because everybody wants to, su to be successful and to like make money and stuff like that they take things that were successful once mm -hmm. um to like rely on them that oh they were successful so maybe we're just gonna remake them mm -hmm. to make like a new thing but it's actually not new at all yeah and like to to even like to segue from that to movies for example yeah. like movies and tv shows they're they're kind of also rehashing the same old formula especially when you think of big companies like disney who are just remaking every single movie <laughs> they can And if they aren't remaking, then their stories are rehashes of previous stories or stories that have already been said or, or written. And I think one of the most recent examples is the Mulan live-action film, the Lion King live-action film, Aladdin. Like, there are so many, and it's just an example of how, how much there is like this inability to innovate Or think mm -hmm. of new types of stories. And that's why things like cliches in films exist. And, and why we're kind of like obsessed with with elements. Like for example, let's talk about Euphoria. <laughs> like Euphoria yes. is so Y2K. I feel like it is so Y2K. Like just yes. the, the things they wear and stuff. Like it's very much 
relevant but again it's y2k i feel exactly. i don't know if that makes sense but um tv shows like like euphoria and stranger things and they're just coming back to the older decades mm-hmm. and because people are so obsessed with that right now they're actually really successful yeah you know, in the yeah. market yeah we live in the age of intertextuality which is basically like every single like literally franchises and films are alive or persist on the fact that people reference it to something else like the star wars franchise for example or the mandalorian the reason why it's successful is because it it references something else and yes like this the stories that are told in movies aren't innovative you know and they aren't like groundbreaking yeah exactly so it's nothing groundbreaking Mm. and nothing new it's just elements um from older years and also um what like if we go to charts for movies or something in many different platforms the movies that are at the top are all from like older times Mm. not from like the thousands or not from like now and even though there are the budgets now for movies are so much bigger and because of technology and everything they have so much more um, freedom to do um, more innovative things in movies and of course the quality is much better but still the best movies remain uh, being like the Shawshank Redemption or (laughs) what else Um, I don't even know like movies from that decade or like from 90s or maybe like early 2000s and also like The Godfather and movies (laughs) like classics like that the Mm -hmm. classics um, they still remain like the biggest ones the most famous ones Mm -hmm. and yeah so we can really see that even though we have so much more opportunities right now to be better with the media production and um, especially art, um, but we're not really progressing. Mm -hmm. And also, um, there were so many different psychologists and and philosophers talking about this topic, and I'm not sure which one uh, said that, but it was a really uh, good point that he made um is that even though we're like like of course technology is getting better and better like every year um but as we see before uh it used to like a, a big technological innovation used to cause uh like cultural revolutions and big cultural changes and like for example the invention of the light bulb or something the first <laughs> computer or the 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 steam machine you know it caused like the whole industrial revolution that brought so many new things and now we're not making anything as big as before you know and even though we have so many more resources to do that mm-hmm. it's it's still not causing any cultural changes and as it used to do that before you know Mm -hmm. 
and even things like VR or like mm-hmm. hyper reality. Yeah, stuff. like things that technically, you know, should be like they're groundbreaking things. Like the Google glasses was a complete failure. <laughs> VR isn't isn't popular that much. Like these inventions aren't causing any ripples in society. Like nothing is happening. Uh, like actually VR is getting people sick like people are can't stand being in this like virtual reality for too long so it's kind of like people people are are willfully rejecting new things people are willfully rejecting things that that are like uh, an implication that we could innovate they're rejecting it and saying no i'm gonna go and watch the new live action remake of some disney movie which is mm-hmm. so interesting to me because are we doing this to ourselves or what is happening like are we is capital like is this idea of capitalist realism so ingrained in our brain that we just can't help but live in this loop and and we can't see the future and i like i think i think we should talk about you know the pessimism and optimism regarding this so is there hope for us <laughs> like what? exactly is there because everything uh, as we were talking about right now technology even if we're creating so many new things and we have so much freedom to invent uh, different gadgets and stuff like that what are people coming back to? It's like record players, you know? Mm. They're like reinventing them. And also video games, which is like a really huge and successful market these days. They also creating like pixel pixels uh, video games mm. and really old school video games because this is what people want. But why? Mm-hmm. We're not really moving forward. Mm-hmm. Um but also we should look um from another perspective that like on the other hand um of course now currently uh like life expectancy is increasing the literacy overall in the world is increasing Mm -hmm. and there are so many innovations with artificial intelligence Mm -hmm. which is a really new thing Mm -hmm. and we can see that that artificial intelligence is not just used in um big projects but also it can go t- into like our everyday lives and also education and mm-hmm. many different things and it's really cool that there are so many innovations but it's not even though um these uh this progress is actually visible it it's not causing the society to change mm-hmm. somehow or like to look from to uh, into the world like from another perspective mm-hmm. there are no new revolutions uh caused by technology change mm-hmm. and stuff like that so just to looking back and to our main questions are we really progressing as a society um i think the answer is I don't know. Not really. Not really, you know? <laughs> I, I I think I I'm I like to be optimistic sometimes. <laughs> sometimes mm-hmm. I like to be optimistic and I think that, you know, the fact that there are people now that are like waking up <laughs> uh, that realize that are realizing, you know, that how screwed up capitalism is and how like we're kind of in this uh 
like I think people some people are realizing that you know what is happening and I think when you realize something when you realize there's a problem that's like the first step so I do have hope for us I do <laughs> I do think that there might be something but at the moment I really don't think anything is happening and that's just my opinion um, and yeah I, I just I just think that we're we're repeating ourselves and we're not I think we're just becoming this postmodernist society where we're just like this mosaic of of pictures from our past and media from our past, but nothing really new is happening. Mm-hmm. We're in this. I feel like we're stuck in this constant loop mm-hmm. of of older things of and our trends mm-hmm. are still coming back. And yeah. what's there in the future then? You know. <laughs> I can't even think about like next exactly. week. <laughs> like I just take things one day at a time. Um but yeah, like I I just leave this question with you the audience as well. So, think about it. What do you think? Are we actually progressing as a society or was Mark Fisher correct? Um But yeah, I hope you enjoyed our first episode. Um, Stay tuned for more. Yes. Yeah, let us know if if you liked it. Yes. (laughs) All right. Thank you for listening. Um, It was really nice catching up um, with this term of hauntology. Yeah. And also our progress, which is not really (laughs) a progress. (laughs) Um, And yeah, uh, see you in our next episode.